When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast Help Desk, number 72, for January 8th, 2016. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and of course, this is Podcast Help Desk. And I'm going to start out the year with a beginner series. These podcasts will come out a little bit more often. They'll be uh, probably the next uh, six, seven episodes are going to be topics that get you started in podcasting. You know, we always talk about, you know, how to tweak things and we talk about podcast news and, you know, how everything works or how to, you know, fix something that's broken. But I haven't in a while gone through and started right from the beginning. So I'm going to do that today and for the next, like I said, four, five, six episodes. Not sure when it'll be done, but uh, I'm going to record these and put them out as I get them. So, you know, expect several episodes in a row that are uh, mainly for beginners. And if you're one of my regular listeners, I will have uh, some news and and other things thrown in at the end of these episodes. Uh, I don't really have anything today, uh, any news of, of note, so so be it. But really, I want to start out with, you know, what are you going to podcast about? You know, a lot of people like the idea of podcasting, but don't really have an idea of what to podcast about. Or they say, well, what's, you know, what's going to get popular? Well, that's not really the the reason to podcast is, you know, you don't podcast about something you're not passionate about. You know, that happens to a lot of people. They, they say, well, you know, what's going to make the money? So we're going to podcast about business when, you know, business might not be your passion or, you know, whatever it might be. So make sure it's something that you can talk about for hours. I mean, that was part of my problem with some of the podcasts that I've started and then pod faded. And the reason they pod faded is I ran out of things to talk about about that subject or I lost interest in that subject. So one reason I started Podcast Help Desk is because I did always talk about podcasting and I always enjoy helping people get started or fix some sort of problem in their podcast and all that. So I am passionate about this and I can talk for hours, you know, and I'm sure you you know, you could talk for hours about 
any number of subjects, but pick something that you're passionate about. That's the, uh, you know, and, you know, that's an old cliche from, you know, back in the day, but it's true. You know, if you aren't passionate about the subject that you're podcasting about, your podcast isn't going to be fun for you. And when it doesn't, when it isn't fun, then what's the point of doing it? See, I really do enjoy turning on the mic and talking to you guys about podcasting and uh, answer questions and all that stuff. But if I was doing a podcast about business, I'd be bored silly and I'd probably bore you silly because, you know, I'm just not a business guy. I, you know, I do have my own business and I do it, but it's not something I'm passionate about. I do it because that's what works. And I really don't want to talk about it a lot. You know, it's, it's more something I have to do, not something I'm passionate about. And, you know, like I said, it's an old cliche, but, you know, you do have to have some knowledge and passion for what you're doing. And you really don't even have to have the knowledge. The other thing that's great about podcasting is it's something that you're really interested in. You're going to learn from your listeners or you're going to learn from researching to do your podcast. So you're going to learn it. So we kind of call those journey podcasts. But the bottom line is make sure that you pick a subject that you could foresee talking a lot about because that's what you're going to be doing on a podcast. That's what a podcast is. So make sure that you got your subject down. The next step, as far as I'm concerned, is get a domain name. You know, find a domain name that fits what your show is going to be. You know, domain names are, you know, at 10 bucks ish. You know, they're not expensive. They're not hard to get. So, you know, just go over to GoDaddy or Hover or wherever you get your domain names or wherever you would want to get a domain name. And even some of the, the web hosting companies like Bluehost, there's a link on the site to Bluehost. Uh, they include a domain name with a hosting account. So, you know, you do want to get a hosting account. But that's not really about recording. But, you know, have an idea what your show name's going to be and see if you can get a domain name that matches. And we'll talk about setting up the website and all that in uh, probably the next episode, because that's probably the, the next logical step after recording your first episode. But recording doesn't really take a lot of equipment, but it does take some equipment. Uh, yes, you can podcast with just a, a phone. You know, I, uh, In fact, uh, I'll, I'll throw in a little demo here of me talking on my phone, uh, recording a podcast. And here is an example of me just talking into my iPhone in the studio. I'm sitting in the exact same chair that I do in my normal studio, and I'm just recording on the voice memo app that comes with the iPhone. Now, to take this file and make it into a podcast, you got to do a little bit with it. But for the most part, this works. The trick is to be in a quiet room, get up close to the microphone, not so close that you're muffled, but, you know, I'm talking about an inch away from the microphone. So if, you know, if you're just doing a solo podcast, this would be sufficient. Now, is that perfect? No, but it's good enough. And with a little bit of editing and, you know, massaging with the, uh, some software, 
You can make that sound halfway decent. I think that sounded halfway decent. You notice there was a bit more room echo and and the voice quality was different than what I'm using now, but it's totally acceptable. You know, just do it in a quiet room. Uh, you know, make sure you don't have a lot of fans going and, and you know, it's better if you do it in a room that's got some curtains or carpet or whatever. I, I did that in the basement here, so... <laughs> You know, your your mileage will vary, but I've heard some very, very good podcasts that are just using the microphone built into their iPhone. So it is possible. And if you want to get into the technical, all I did was uh, emailed that to myself. Now, you know, as the file gets bigger, you may not want to email it to yourself. You might sync it with the iTunes on your computer because you really do have to turn that into an MP3. It comes out as an M- M4A and you can convert that in iTunes. If you uh, want to know how to do that, uh, just let me know and I'll explain it. But uh, it's not hard. And once you got the MP3, you've got your first episode. You know, and you can edit it and add music and add intros and outros and all that stuff. You can do that with free software. Um, on the Macintosh, GarageBand works. On the uh, PC or Mac or Linux, you can uh, use uh, audacity and audacity is a free program the one caveat i would say is always edit and wave and save it as wave out of audacity then take it into itunes and convert it to an mp3 rather than using the encoder that comes with audacity but you know that's really about it now we could get into the more you know higher end stuff you can get you know you're gonna have a microphone you know if you're gonna record into the computer which some people say not to do i don't have any problem recording into the computer but then again i'm not worried whether i lose an episode or not now if you're doing a you know an interview with somebody that's super important you know record into the computer and record into a a voice recorder (laughs) you know that's but you know that's higher end stuff. We're we're talking about getting started here and getting started with a audio solo podcast. You know, we're just you talking on a, into a microphone. You know, we we can go into the you know interviews and adding Skype and mix minus and and all that stuff at a later date. But the basics is what I'm talking about here. And you know, we could go into you know hours and hours and hours talking about the right microphone, but Here's my basic guidelines. Get a microphone that is a dynamic microphone, not a condenser microphone. Now, condensers work great if you're in a broadcast booth and it's really quiet. A condenser mic works, you know, just like with the iPhone there. That is more or less a condenser mic. And it works. And most of these voice recorders, you know, like the Zoom H4, H5, H6, the Roland R-05, uh, there's several of them out there. Those are condenser mics that are built in. They're not bad, but you got to be in a quiet spot. So I suggest a dynamic mic. And if you, you want to do it USB without a mixer, you can get a, uh, what is that one, uh, Audio-Technica ATR... 2100. There we go. ATR 2100. It's about 50 bucks, give or take. They go on sale periodically. But 
that's a USB, plugs right into your computer. You can fire up Audacity, which is a free program, and record that way. And then later on, if you do add a mixer, you can take that and plug it in XLR to your mixer, and it works the same. So that's a great starter microphone. Uh, the Samson, what is it, Q2U or something like that is very similar. Uh, you can get any other kind of of microphone, you know, that's XLR, and then buy an adapter that uh, takes the XLR to USB. You can do that or use a, a mixer like I've got here. I've got a, a mixer, and it goes through an expander, limiter, gate, uh, compressor, box and then into the mixer so you know this is a higher end setup but to get started you know the ATR 2100 is probably one of the best deals around so around 50 bucks you're also going to want to get a set of headphones you know just uh, even the earbuds off your uh, phone you know if you got an iPhone or an Android and you got a set of earbuds you plug that right into the ATR mic and uh, you can hear yourself because you do want to hear yourself you want to make sure you're on mic and, and make sure the levels don't sound ridiculous. And you want to record, if you're uh, recording into Audacity, uh, I'm actually recording into Audition, which is a paid program by uh, Adobe. But, you know, uh, Audacity works. If you're recording into Audacity, you want to watch the meter when you're talking, and you want it to hit somewhere between minus 12 and minus 3. You don't want it to, you know, in the red zone. You don't want it to, you know, slamming up against the uh, the the red there. You want it to be, you know, reasonable uh, below minus zero. <laughs> I guess minus zero. That isn't right. But anyway, before the top of the scale. So you know, the good good target is between uh, twelve and three, uh, minus twelve, minus three, and. Then you can uh, post-process it if you want to to uh, bring it up. In fact, I highly recommend that you use a program called, and I have to look it up, don't I? Auphonic. Uh, <laughs> There's a program out there called Auphonic. It's a uh, online program if you want, up to two hours a month free. It's at Auphonic.com. And... Or you can get the desktop software. I think it's $80, but uh, it's highly worth it. If you're going to do a lot more than two hours a month, that might be uh, worth doing. But always record in wave. This is, this is just my technical geekery behind. Always record in wave. Send it up to a phonic in wave. Now, yes, that's going to take a while because those files get pretty darn big. But the quality is going to be much better than if you do it in MP3, send it up to Auphonic and MP3 because they're going to encode it back to you in MP3. And they use the lame encoder that I talked about from Audacity. Audacity. So that's, that's one of my uh, pet peeves is uh, yeah, don't use Audacity's lame encoder and don't use Auphonic's lame encoder. Just do it in Wave. And then take it and put it in iTunes and convert it to MP3, as I said. Well, you want to get, you know, that first recording. You get your, uh, you get it all done. You could do some editing on it, you know, take out some of the ums and ahs, but don't get overly picky about that. You know, I don't anymore. I mean, you'll see ums and ahs and mispronunciations and all that in here. I, I think that's just more real. 
you know, you listen to the radio and you hear all these uh, pre-recorded shows where they're just all, you know, super edited and all that stuff. Well, you don't want to spend 12 hours on a half hour podcast, you know, spend, you know, maybe an hour on a half hour podcast going through, but even you don't even have to do that. That's, that's the beauty of it. It's your show. Do, you know, what you want, but, you know, don't make it so unlistenable, you know, like, uh, you know, I hear these people get uh, these blue snowball mics and they set it in the middle of the table and they got four or five people talking and it sounds very echoey and I just can't listen to that stuff. So, you know, you want to make it clean and the best way to do that is use a dynamic mic and, you know, record at a, a decent level and then use that leveler because, you know, the Afonic leveler, that is a great tool. There also is a, a tool called Levelator, which hasn't really been maintained, but it is still available. I'll have a link in the show notes to that. That's a free desktop version of that, but you have to have it in Wave. So record in Wave. That's, I guess, <laughs> if there's one thing I'd have to say is record in wave. And I just had some brief outlines here. Let me uh, take a uh, look here. I had some notes of what I wanted to say. Oh yeah. And, and the beauty of podcasting is don't be afraid to start over. Actually, I've started this one over probably four times. And it's, you know, not, sometimes you're just not sure what you're going to say, you know, have it kind of outlined. Like I said, I've got an outline here, what I wanted to talk about today. But again, don't be afraid to start over. You know, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, believe me, but you want it to be, you know, you want to feel good about it. You know, you put it out, you want it to sound decent and you want it to have the right content in it. So, like I said, that's the beauty of podcasting. Uh, a lot of people will suggest to you that you make three or four test shows and then listen to them back, you know, the next day and do that a few times until you get confident in talking in the microphone. The beauty of it is you're not live. So, you know, if you sound like a dork, start over. You know, I sound like a dork, but, uh, you know, that's just me. So <laughs> that's the other thing. I have a personality and I can't pretend to be somebody else. So when I record, I just turn on the mic and I talk the way I would talk to you if we were sitting across the, the table. You know, so many people put on the, uh, the radio voice. You know, you know, I do some radio and, you know, I have to do some of that in radio, but I don't do that on my podcast. So I guess the, the big lesson for today is you know, get all your stuff together and, and record and record a couple of times. and. You know, try pick the subject and try to find a domain name that fits that subject. And next week we'll talk about getting the website set up. And we'll get you on the road to podcasting. Remember a couple of weeks ago or maybe a month ago, I mentioned about Live 365 doing a podcast to radio type thing. Well. It's a story over on uh, Podcaster News that uh, might put a kibosh to that. Live 365 may be shutting down. It's uh, written by Sean Thorpe. 
And it says, long-running internet radio service Live 365 may be in its last days. The news came without warning over the weekend as the company was forced into a massive layoff of employees. Live 365's troubles were set off by new regulations that take effect this month. Those regulations enforced by the Copyright Royalty Board change how music royalties are calculated for internet radio broadcasters. And here's the press release. Uh, Recently, Copyright Royalty Board, the governing entity for establishing the sound recording royalty rates that are paid to copyright holders, has published their new rates for 2016. The uh, previous provisions for small webcasters to opt for a percentage of revenue model were not renewed. The current provisions end at the end of 2015. The absence of this license will make Legally streaming copyrighted material content prohibitively expensive for the small to mid-sized internet broadcaster. Live 365 relies on this license to, for many of their broadcast partners and as such has hard decisions to make regarding their future in the streaming industry. And the, the gist of it is they pretty much laid off almost everybody and abandoned their their offices apparently and uh, it's not looking good for live 365 so i don't know what to make of that as far as the uh, podcast to radio because the podcasters don't generally or don't pay music royalty licenses because they don't play music so it may or may not affect that uh, so uh, i'll keep you informed as i find out what's going on with it but Suffice it to say, the streaming business is changing. You know, and that kind of goes for SoundCloud as well. You know, SoundCloud is a very similar sort of thing, uh, you know, as far as music licensing and all that. So be interesting to see what streaming radio ends up doing. And Live 365 was, is a big player in that industry. Not really podcast related. So anyway, with that... I'll call this a episode. Please, uh, if you want to support the show, go to the uh, right sidebar of podcasthelpdesk.com and check out some of the things there. And also, if you want to get in on the Blueberry, a free month at Blueberry for hosting and or stat service, or hosting and stats or just stats, use my promo code HELPDESK at checkout. And along with this uh, beginner series that I'm doing now, I am putting the finishing touches, finally, on the uh, No BS Guide to Podcasting. So that, that'll be a little bit more, more coherent than, <laughs> than me jumping around doing it on the podcast. But suffice it to say, the book will be available probably in a couple of months. So uh, I am finally tweaking that. I had to do a bunch of rewriting so far because things change so fast. So it may be that I have to rewrite that thing every year (laughs) to reflect the changes in the industry. But, you know, the the way I set things up is going to work for the foreseeable future. And so that's probably the way I'm going to stick with. And I suggest that you do the same. So with that, uh, I'll catch you next time. And probably in a couple of days, I'll have the next episode out. 
which will go into getting the website and getting it set up for podcasting. Till then, catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.